Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Zan's Extraordinary Superhero Examination, the podcast where we talk about new and recent and old and all things comic books. I'm your host, Zan, Zan, konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hey, I'm Greta. And we're back again for another fun-filled episode. Um, if you'd like to hear any of our early episodes, you can check them out at... www.spirekin.com We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just type in S-P-I-R-A-K-N in the search bar, and I'll guarantee you find us one way or the other. If you enjoy what you hear, support our Patreon, help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. And with that in mind, let's actually get to it, because it's another one of our MCU movie spoiler talks. And this is for one of the most, well anticipate films of the year just because of the things that were in the film we're talking about dr strange in the multiverse of badness if you'd like to hear our basic um uh mini movie review that is at www.spirekin.com and there are going to be spoilers we're going to kind of deep dive this so don't worry we're not going to get too geeky we're just going to have some fun with this uh you've been warned so at that moment, let's actually get to this. So, what do you think about this horrifying movie where Wanda was like a zombie ki- trying to kill of a course, little girl? Of course, one of the scariest villains, one of the most complex, terrifying villains is going to be a woman. More probably, you thought she was going to be a hero. I was hoping, because she was a villain in WandaVision. WandaVision. So, Agatha was the villain. Well... Agatha. Oh. All along. Actually, no, it was Wanda the entire time. Yeah, because was... she was the one, like, holding everybody hostage. And if you look at it, this is kind of the track she's been going, because, let's see now. First starts off, her family dies, and she blames Stark, so she joins a terrorist organization. And then, it, it just, then she ends up joining another organization, and then she joins Ultron, who's trying to destroy the world. It's like, yeah, she's always kind of been a villain. She's been trying to... She's always been misunderstood. She's a product of her environment. It's kind of the choices she's made. Yes. But this, she's truly terrifying. Like, literally, there's nobody that can... Stop her. Yeah. Yeah, because she is... She is the only one who can stop herself. She is the Scarlet Witch. And according to some of the research I've done on this, they didn't have an ending when they started shooting the movie. They improvised, and it's like, it kind of makes sense, because some of the... Well, let's get to some of the issues, but let's... I totally believe that. That can make sense. It explains why the pacing and some of the writing is weird, is because it was improvised for a lot of it. So it's like, they kind of were coming up with things on the fly, and there's some really good moments, and really classy moments, and there are other moments which are kind of, well, kind of rough. But we're not going to go this film bit by bit like we usually do. We're going to go into it with some of the highlights of this movie that we haven't talked about and that everyone is talking about. So with Wanda, I got to say, just that sequence with her, the whole development of her as a Scarlet Witch, just that introduction of her where she's all nice and sweet and then it's just one little mistake and you're like... Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, Doctor Strange, you know, he's going to ask her for help. She's going to help him. And she's like, yeah, why don't you bring America here? Stop. And you you just your mouth Pause. just dropped when you heard that. You didn't tell me her name, did you? And he's like, No. Nope. And then you just see the reveal of how everything really looks. You're like, Oh my god, she's kinda gone. She's crazy. the villain. She's the bad guy. And she destroyed that entire area. Well, that area was always destroyed. It was nope. just her. When we first when we saw her Wanda, she was in a nice little cab and everything was nice. She's just reading the dark hold. Yeah, but we didn't that could have also been fake. Maybe. But, oh man, that was... 
that's intense. But seeing that and then just seeing everything she does and her saying like, oh, that was mercy. It's like, that's not mercy. Seeing a, a giant, two evil monsters trying to kill a little girl, a young girl, that's messed they up. They weren't trying to kill her. They were trying to capture her because they needed. That was the whole interesting thing for me is the multiverse in the entire multiverse. There's only one America Chavez. Yeah, that that checks out. That's actually how the character in the comics is. Yeah, she's but that's cool. One. I never read the comics. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's she's a fan. I mean, I'm not a super fan of her, but she's kind of interesting because she's a character that can dimensional portal through time by punching stars, and that's her ability. And she seems pretty badass. You know what? And I don't know if it's politically correct for me to say this or not, but she's really beautiful. She kind of reminds me of like a, a Audrey Hepburn type with the little mini bangs that they gave her and that severe side part. I thought she was really, she's really pretty. Yeah, no, I think that she fit the character perfectly for her. And I they like- did a really good job with her like little outfit with like the subtleness of the stars and... Well, that is actually her character design, and if you look at... I know, but it looks great. They could have put her in an ill-fitting denim jacket or... Yeah, because her design is generally just the red, white, and blue with the stars, and America is her thing. And she's pretty cool. I mean, her powers are... She has, like, one of the biggest power sets ever. She's super strong. She has super speed. She can fly. She's invulnerable. She has a star blast and all this other stuff. In this movie, they tone it down severely. Her power is... Dimensional hopping, and she could punch stars. She just doesn't know how to use it. How to use it, or she doesn't think she knows how to use it. And it really boils down to her just trusting herself. But I like that, you know, she's been to a, over 70, 73, yeah, 73 universes, different, u- different multiverses and universes. And it seems that in each one, she seems to find pizza. In some way, shape, or form. Oh, she's a thief. She's totally a thief. But she's like, in most of the universes, food is free. It's really weird that you guys pay for it. It's like, no. It's she's she's just. <laughs> and there's a really great scene where oh you, oh Bruce can the Bruce Campbell well let's say Bruce Campbell for the end because I got I got a lot. But to I was gonna say there's a really great scene of them flying or falling through the multiverse oh yeah and there's like a whole just a bunch of different universes that they're going through like the paint universe and then dr strange comes out the other end and she goes wow you did really well for your first jump usually people threw up and he's like yeah no it's not my first rodeo they're like nope spit take it's just like there it is there it is i like that when they're doing that scene where it's all different you do see like the disney universe and you hear like the happy like disney music yeah. and it just goes <laughs> Nice little subtle There's thing. There's some, like, scary ones, but for the most part, they were all, like, funny. I do like how her powers work in this, and I hope to see more of her in this. I think that she's going to do a great job with that. Um, let's get to some of the other things now besides that. Um, let's so, get to the other cameos. I feel like we should do, like, a spoiler alert. Like, hey, if oh. you're like Greta and you don't like the jump scares, this is where they happen. Prepare yourself. No, th- They weren't that bad for they jump scares. They weren't that bad. But I will say this is a very violent movie. And Wanda kills people in kind of horrifying ways. Like, um, 
Let's get to the let's get to the big kills because they're the biggest cameos and one was spoiled in the freaking trailer. We're talking about the Illuminati. The Illuminati's in this, which I was shocked they had them in there. One because the Illuminati's been a thing in the Marvel universe for a while. And well, it's been a thing about in our universe. Yeah, but the the, the Illuminati, yeah, the, but I like that you have the Illuminati. Everyone's been talking is when they saw the Ultrons in the trailer. Is there going to be Tom Cruise being um Iron Man in it? No. Instead, the leader of the Illuminati is everyone's favorite bald-headed professor back again. It's Patrick Stewart as Professor X. He's so epic. Oh, just hearing the the X Men '97 theme, the da 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 da, and he's in the yellow chair. I was like, yes. I don't want to like completely spoil it and say that he gets killed. Oh, he dies. But he gets so he goes into Wanda's psyche, which is what Professor X does, and she killed him. From inside her mind. It just snaps his there's, neck. There's like, you can't, you can't beat her. I love how they did that because that is how his, his, when he's in someone's mind, it shows him that he sees himself walking and he's mobile and you just see this moment that's done so well of him walking through this very blank room, opening a door and then you see the bunker where she had, where the missile like, hit. Right when she was a child, and you see her like, under Like, that's there. how you know it's not real when he's walking. Well, I mean, but besides that, who else is in the Illuminati? We have um, Captain Carter. I was this. just about to say, our favorite captain, Captain Carter. She's our hero. Uh, I we, like Captain Carter. When we last saw Captain Carter, she had, an aus- she had Excalibur and the shield. This time, I have a jetpack and the shield that's like, eh. I like Captain Carter. So we're, so we're guessing it's a different Captain Carter. It's not the one we've been following. So that's Well, the, this is the multiverse. Yes. But we have that Captain Carter with a jetpack on the Illuminati. We had um, Maria Rambo, who is Monica Rambo's mother, as Captain Marvel. Because apparently in this universe, it wasn't Carol Danvers who went on the ship with Marvel. It was uh, Marie Rambo as Captain Marvel. I was like, eh, it's okay. Then we had... She seems angry. Uh, I, I never liked her. I never liked her. I mean, she was the character, but I just... I, they could have picked so many other characters and said, we're going to go Captain Marvel. It's like, okay. Going to do that. All right, whatever. But then we had Anson Mountback. His show got canceled. They retroactively took that out of the MCU because it was so bad. For those of you who don't know, Ansel... Uh, Anson Mount played Blackagar Boltigan, or Black Bolt, from The Inhumans. And that had one of the weirdest releases ever, where they released the first two episodes in IMAX, because they're going to throw this into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And the adaptation was so terrible, people were reviled by it, and just... But, it's kind of cool to see him here in a more comic-accurate version. He's not wearing the Black Aloha shirt. Uh... And you actually see him use his powers, and he really does a good job with it. Kind of horrifying, but seeing Black Bolt was a nice touch in his full outfit. And but then he dies horribly. So that's when Doctor Strange looks at him. He's like, he's got a fork on his forehead. Yeah, but that's because he—that's it's the tuning fork. Yeah, that helps him control his, his his powers and his voice. But seeing him was kind of cool. Uh, who else we have? Of course you had... I would never have understood his character if you hadn't showed me the other things. Yeah, in Inhumans, that show was so bad. Yeah, but, but this is... So again, it, it takes it back to where you have to be a Marvel fan. You have to know these things, read the comic books, or yep. have seen at least 20 out of the last 20 films. Yep. 
Then you had uh, Carl Mordo back, and he's now the Sorcerer Supreme of this universe, Universe 838. And seeing him now, kind of like, it was kind of cool, but I wish we had some more scenes with him. Seeing him try to kill Strange over the time, instead of him just like, he's been trying to kill me for a couple years. I wish we got that kind of development of him trying to kill the other sorcerers. That was going to be the case in this film originally. Well, there was another guy who tried to kill all the other sorcerers, and guess who it was? It was Doctor Strange. Well, One of the Doctor Stranges was trying to kill off a bunch of them. That, but that's, yeah, true, but that's a different version of himself, trying to better himself. But then, of course, let's get to the big one. The one that everyone's been excited about. The fan casting for this character was brought to Kevin Feige's face. He's like, head, he's like, yes, this is the guy we're going to cast for this character. We're talking about the latest iteration of Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. And who plays him? John Krasinski. Um, who everyone's been fan casting as him for years, and it's cool seeing him because he's been Jack Reacher, he was Jim on The Office, and now and the director for um, Quiet A Quiet Place, and he does a good job as Reed Richards, the smartest man in the room, who's all the way up until he dies a horrible, horrible death. He's very, I like that he's very condescending in it. He's like very just like states the obvious because he thinks he's smarter than everyone else, and he. Like, maybe, yeah, he does multiple chests, but he's still like... But that's what Reed Richards has to do, is he over-explains, over he over-dumbs down everything for everybody. And that leads to other things. Right. But I do like that we have him. I hope this isn't his introduction to him. It is a shame that we only get them for probably five minutes in the film, but the scene of seeing them is really cool. And then them trying to fight and lose horribly to Wanda is great. And, Marie- and then Rachel McAdams is the love interest for... She's back again as Christine Palmer, yeah. Right, because Christine is the love interest for Doctor Strange, and it seems like... Well, one of the love interests of Doctor V, yeah. But it seems like in almost every universe... They're not going to get together. And if they do get together, it doesn't last. Yeah, and she's part of the Baxter Foundation, because that's kind of the first hint. It's like, Baxter Foundation? No! But then, yeah... She ends up helping them out. She's part of the Illuminati, like their science division, and helps make their Ultrons. So She's in charge of naming, the numbering the, the multiverses. Un- which is kind of cool. But And also, something else that um, Reed Richards brings up is a rather rather recent concept in the Marvel Universe. The concept of incursions, where you had the alternate universes bumping into each other and destroying each other. This is what led to Secret Wars in 2017, where we had God Doom controlling all of the multiverse in one world. And I'm hoping that's where this is all leading to, where we have the ultimate multiverse uh, world. But um, finding out about incursions was really cool. And then, like I said, seeing all these characters die was kind of sad. I do have to... I feel like the death toll alone on this movie is really high. Like, oh yeah, like um, everyone just keeps dying. I think they all had a fitting death. Like, Xavier's was kind of like, this is next snap, that was eh. But, I mean, Black Bolt, his mouth disappearing, and then him screaming, and his, just, his power goes off in his head. She goes, what mouth? And it's missing. And they just screams, and his, just kill, it, it breaks his brain. Uh, and then you had uh, Krasinski, uh, uh, Reed Richards gets pulled apart like confetti because he's stretchy. Well, it's like spaghetti almost. Yeah. Uh, Peggy Carter gets cut in half. By the shield. Yep. And then we have um, Maria Rambeau. Getting beaten horribly and then crushed by a huge pillar, and she, but she was like really condescending. She was like oh, statue. She we, was very. We, I, we, could, we could take care of your little witch. Like I feel like condescending is a really nice way of saying 
what I was going to say. Bitchy? Yes, she was just bitchy. Yeah, like I said, I she's the, out of the Lunai they what's chose. The, she is the worst choice, I think. What's the um, protection service of the Black Panther? Oh, the uh, uh, the, uh, the the um, I know who you're talking about the, the his royal guard. Yes. Yeah, that would have been more. That would have been better. She thing. she seems like they're out of the royal guard from Black Panther. There's like the nice one, and then there's like the one that's just a hater on everybody. No, and she seems like the hater. No, she wasn't even that. She was just she was Bitchy. in she was in Captain Marvel. I liked her in that. I wasn't super like I didn't I just didn't like it. It's not and this isn't my hate on Captain Marvel. I just there's so many other characters you could have chosen. You said we're gonna go with her. It's like you could have gone with any other variant possible. Tons of variants, and that's where we went. Whatever. Um, but it was but I liked how the Illuminati scene was done. I wish it was a little bit longer, but whatever. Uh, also, the world they were into, which was um, 838, I like that it was just a more utopian area because of what happened and the whole lie of what happened to their version of Strange, where he's the blue sorcerer supreme, and then he uh, gets a hold of the Darkhold, which is the MacGuffin of the, of the film, because it's Darkhold, which makes you evil, and then we do get Evil Strange, one of the best fight sequences in the film. I think that I, I love that scene. I love like that. that the music that- battle. The, the music battle is epic. There's one specific line. He goes, have you ever had that dream? Because they, they designate that when you dream, it's your stories from... It's your multiverse. It's, it's multi- your multiverse. Yeah. It's you in a different universe. So basically, and then Wong, who's one of my favorite characters, Wong says, so that dream that I'm naked being chased by a clown... And she's like, yep, probably real in a, one of the other universes. And he like freaks him out. But the evil Doctor Strange looks at him and he goes, do you ever have that feeling that you're falling? It's probably because I pushed you. No, no, that's probably because it's me. It's me. And he is a, he's a kind of a monster. And we first, he's first kind of nice, but then he sees Christine and then he gets evil. He's like, and he's like, you need to give me your Christine. Even though that's not his Christine. But whatever, he doesn't care. He's crazy. He just wants Christine. But that's the thing is he wants Christine and he's, he's the worst version of him. I would have loved to have seen uh, Superior Strange uh, or Sup- Strange Supreme. But we see Zombie Strange. No, that's Defender Strange. She just comes back. Yeah, so um, there's a concept called Dreamwalking where you could actually go into another dimension. It's a point of the whole movie. And Puppeteer, and, the uh, you in that universe. And in order to save the day, um, our, our Doctor Strange has to go puppeteer of the body of the dead strange who enters the universe in the beginning he's of the missing film. part of his mouth and he's all gross looking and... and it's a great scene and it's very evil dead and just seeing the, the the zoom into his face when he winks at her if you're a fan of the podcast you know i am not a fan of zombies he's not a zombie he's just the undead being live and anim- animated again. he's a revenant he's not a zombie he's a okay. revenant Let's I, dance on that line and find a new, very disturbing thing for me. I do like the fact that because he did that, the universe was like, you're not supposed to do that. And he's like, listen, when they come for me, please defend my body. And she's like, what do you mean? Uh, but she did a great job. Oh, yeah. We finally see what that thing from the first movie was. <laughs> what it does. The, 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 the cauldron. But she did a really great job like saying, use them. 
They're spirits. You're the sorcerer. Yeah, and but they come to get him, and he ends up making a cool cape, and that sequence is cool. Um, yeah, I mean, there's more we could talk about about this. We're just bouncing all over the place, but this film, it's there's some great sequences in it. Seeing Wanda become essentially this super unkillable murderer that's trying to get this girl is really intense. And, and they call scared. it in the beginning. They're like, what are you going to do when you get to the universe and what are you going to do with the other you that's already there? And like, she gets quiet. Right. She gets quiet because he's like, it's like, it doesn't matter. I'm their mother. And it's like, no, you're not. You're killing their mother. You should know better than you should be happy that they're loved in another world. And she's Wong says it to her and she throws him off of a, off of a, a cliff. And then later on, herself tells her just know the doctor strange says like let it play out and herself says uh know they're loved because the thing is that that's the only way that she was gonna be able to be stopped is seeing herself hurt her kids i mean i was i was thinking she was gonna end up like her kids were afraid of her because they saw her as a um, horrible evil monster witch i was thinking she was gonna hurt them and say "I, i would never hurt you and then she hurts them accidentally because they're not listening to her that's what i was that's what i was hoping for for it um but yeah it's not a bad film there's a lot of really cool stuff in it um the there is issues with some of the dialogue some of it's really campy uh oh also bruce campbell as pizza papa i love it uh and beating himself and then him being the second stinger i love that um we get charlie steron for no reason is Clea. That was just shocking. Was like, that's that's not just no reason is Clea. That's like a wink into the future. It's a it it is, but it's I, a hint for the next movie. It's we're gonna see where that goes. But also, there's one weird moment where at the end of the film, the eye of um, Agamemna opens up, or eye of Agamotto opens up on Strange's head, and he's screaming. And then it goes to the post-credits scene, and he's perfectly fine with it. There's no, like, it's been six months. He's been able to adapt. It's just suddenly, ah, and then different scene. And we don't know if that's our strange, a different strange, not entirely strange. <laughs> Pun intended. But I'm, I enjoy this. It's pretty cool. It was a lot of fun, and I think out of the... There was a lot of really sweet romantic moments. There was a lot of hero stuff. There was really great fights. Very melancholy. Enough Wong to like satisfy the need of having Wong. Should I be jealous? No, he's just like so much fun. He's so cool. Like Beyonce. He just has the one name. Har har. Oh, what do you think about uh, Rintar being in the film? That was just out of nowhere. Rintar, Rintar. He is the Minotaur uh, student. Oh, the green ox thing. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, the apprentice to Doctor Strange in the comics. They don't explain him. He's just there. I like that there's like just... Re- and and everybody's kind it. of cool with it. It's they don't just, explain he's it. There. Just he's there. Oh, and we didn't talk about the siege on uh, uh, on uh, Kamertaj. And it is a disturbing scene because you see... They say, this has to become a fortress. They try talking her down, and it does not work. And then you see her using all of her tricks. Like, she uses her when she talks to someone and messes with their head. She's just like, They try to... Run. Yeah. And... Which worked. And then they try to imprison her... In, in the mirror dimension. In the mirror dimension. And she uses the reflective surfaces to reach out to people. Like, you can't beat her. 
she kills so many people in this movie. And the worst is like, but she person- like doesn't even like admit it. She's like, you sacrificed all those lives. And they came back and they're like, you've taken all of these lives. And the- you don't deserve these like two little perfect boys in this perfect life. Like you're a bad person. You're no, bad. She- she's horrific in this movie. Um, and she maintains that the whole time that she is, she's not a monster. She's just being- a mother, right? She's just a mother. Uh, it, the ends don't justify the mis- means in this. Um, but she, she's like this. I've been showing you mercy. No. One other thing I will bring up that I like in this movie. There's one subtle moment because it opens up where after you have this great sequence with um, Defender Strange and America Chavez trying to get the Book of Ashanti, and then Defender Strange is killed when he tries to kill. America Chavez absorber powers to save the universe, saying the same thing that our Doctor Strange said to Peter Parker in No Way Home. So, nice little callback. It goes into Doctor Strange going to Christine's wedding. And you have a, a quiet conversation with him and Doctor West. And he's Doctor West's like, so what what happened? He's like, I've been I've been. I was dust for five years. Like, yeah. Well, a lot of us were. And thanks for asking. I lost my cat. My cats. My brother. Was there any other way? And he's like, uh, no, uh, no. It's like no one like gets it that he's like he had to look at through nine million different universes and only one they could win. My favorite is. Especially with a movie like this, there's so much you have to know about this world, right? There, the, the multiverse, you got to re- have read the comics, be up with all of the television shows, movies. There's so much you have to know that there's points where they have to give you some information, right? So in one of these universes, there's a memory lane where there's a dot you stand on, and it scans you and it shows you and it projects it like a, like a 3D movie of some of your biggest memories. And it starts with Dr. Strange steps on and he looks and it's this really great moment with him and Christine. Um, and America Chavez see- sees it and really kind of like gets insight into this version of Dr. Strange a little bit more. And he's like, no, this isn't worth it. It's a waste of time. Let's keep going. And then she steps there. And that's a really great way of giving us her backstory. Her backstory. I was like, Rather than doing, like, the Peter Parker demo, like, I'm Peter Parker, this is what happened to me. Like, I thought that was just well done. Yeah, and it also focused on the fact that this movie is about sacrifice and giving and the better good versus sacrificing what you need. And also the question which was asked throughout the entire movie, are you happy? Because they asked Stephen Strange this over and over and over. Are you happy? And he's like, yeah, I'm happy. Even though he's not. At the end, he admits that he's not happy. That there's no way. Even if he saves the world, nothing's going to be, you know, you're not going to have. You think it would do it, saving the universe. Yeah. And it's, but it's Stephen Strange or Doctor Strange makes the call that he has to sacrifice. That's his thing is he will not bend on that. He's going to not. Give up on that. He's going to keep trying to do the right thing, even though he's learned, he's made mistakes. Wanda, on the other hand, she's not willing to sacrifice anything because she's given up on this because she's lost so much. She lost her brother. She lost her parents. She lost 
thing. She did, and this is her. The, her kids are her no point. And she's not willing to sacrifice anything for it. She's willing to destroy everything. She's willing to sacrifice everything else to no, get hers. She's not sacrificing anything. She's taking it, whatever she wants to get to her point. She's going sac- to destroy this girl to get her power so her children will never be sick. And if anything happens to them, she can fix it no matter what. She'll be super mom, even though her kids already have a mom. Like, why didn't you say? We'll Who's her? Who is a super mom? They should have been like, we'll send you to a world where you've died and your kids are alive and you could take over. You know, something. But no. But yeah. it's She's like almost too powerful. Well, she is one of the most powerful beings in the Marvel Universe. She could rewrite reality. That's her That's her shtick. So, yeah. Um, do you want to see a third Doctor Strange at this point? Yes. I'm curious where they can go, but um, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, out of the, I want him to have a little mini series on Disney Plus. It's too much, too much with him because he's global threats. But we'll we'll see. Um, we're gonna get more of uh, Superior Strange, which is nice. In What If, so I'm happy about that. Uh, so where would you rank this in the uh, out of the five um, Phase Four movies right now, or is it four Phase Four movies? Oh my goodness. Hold on, let me pull up my cheat sheet. And you'll hear me talk about this, and we're going to keep this in because it's fun. But let's see, what was in Phase 4 right now for Marvel? Uh, not here. Why? Spider-Man. Ah, here we go. So right now, for Phase 4, we had Shang-Chi, Eternals, Black Widow, uh, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man No Way Home. So where would you rank this out of the, the, five, we, the five that are out right now? I, I don't know. Hi. I kind of have this as number three right now. Under and, and what? And it's not because I don't like the movie. I love this movie. I think it's really well done. It's one of the higher MCU movies. It's just that we had two really strong movies this phase so far. We had Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, which is so awesome. Even though the third act is rough and the CG monster, bleh, the movie's great. And also, I love that the whole how it opens. I love it has one of the best villains in it. It's great. To, and then Spider-Man No Way Home is a great movie. I feel like it for me, it's Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange, and then Shang-Chi. And we both agree that Eternals is bottom of the barrel and then Black Widow is above I that. really like Black Widow. I, That's a really close three for me. We've had the argument about Black Widow. Eternals is low. Yeah, Eternals was bad. Eternals was really bad. I, I, Eternals could have been a made for TV. No, they, they could have. They had it to down. edit it severely. Originally, it did not need to be as long as it was. True. Also, fun fact: Dane Whitmore uh, was supposed to be in Moon Knight. They took him out. Hmm. Because they, because they'd be like, you really, you're gonna have just Professor Whitmore in one scene instead of him as the Black Knight for Moon Knight, yeah. And oh, speaking of which, we did not do our Moon Knight review. We'll do we're, that to be coming out uh, shortly. But anyway, uh, so we have four more films for, or five more films for Phase Four. We've got next is Thor: Love and Thunder, where we're getting can't wait the mighty Thor played by uh, everyone's favorite uh, Padme. <laughs> And I just Natalie love, Portman. I just love how cheesy the Guardians of the Galaxy Thor stuff is. I love it. I still can't believe that Natalie Portman got that ripped 
apparently her, her arms are huge now. Like she'll rip a man apart. But you have that. You have uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is coming out. The end of this year is going to be Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, which I'm very much on the fence about. We haven't seen anything about it. And, I mean, yeah, we're getting Namor. That's cool. We're getting Submariner. But with the loss of Chadwick Boseman, I don't know if it's going to be as good or... But even even before he passed, when people asked, are you gonna, are you excited about the next movie? He's like, I'm gone. I'm dead. I'm not in it. No, he didn't. He didn't say that. There's a movie clip. There's no... He was excited to do it. Uh, he did not... But anyway, that's... We'll fact check that. But anyway, other ones. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is the last Guardians of the Galaxy of this group of Guardians. We have the Marvels coming out, which... I don't know. I really don't know, because we, we're going to have Monica Rambeau, mm-hmm. who... Did you like her WandaVision? I thought she was okay. Yeah. We have... Brie Larson's Carol Danvers. Eh, it's okay. But then, we're going to get Iman as Ms. Marvel. So it could be really good, or it could be really bad. Not sure. We're going to wait on the trailers. And then last and not least, we're getting the official MCU introduction of the ultimate ruler of the multiverse, Kang the Conqueror, in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Which Ant Man and the Wasp, I feel like gets get lower billing a lot, but I really like them. Yeah, and this is I think this is really gonna be good just because we're getting Jonathan Majors back in as Kang and he's gonna be Kang and he was so great as he who remains in Loki. And we might be getting um we might also be getting um what's his name? Uh Loki in that one. Ooh. He's not gonna be in Love and Thunder though. Which makes sense because technically he's dead. Yes. Well, the eight, the six one six version of Loki is dead. The other variant, right? Now that we have a multiverse, yeah, and he's now in a different multiverse. Who knows? Who knows? Um, also, for love, well, and- we already know he's in a different multiverse because how it ended, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, one other thing, um, fun fact: we just found out. In Thor: Love and Thunder, besides Melissa McCarthy playing Hela in the at the play actors troupe, guess who's going to be in the movie? Ben Falcone. No. Yep, Ben Falcone is going to be in the movie. I don't know if that's good or bad. I hope he's just a random background character. I don't want to see him interact with with Melissa McCarthy at all. I don't know. You think he's they're going to be interacting and like be a couple or something? I don't know. I'm ready for it though. This is going to be so bad. But we're going to get Luke Hemsworth and Matt Damon and Sam Neill back. That's always fun seeing them in it. Because it's fun seeing... Matt Damon's the best in it. Oh, as Loki? Yeah. <laughs> that was the best. That was a great cameo. I'm trying to think. There's a bunch of other people who are going to be in it. I think that we got uh, Jeff Goldblum is going to be back. And he was fun. And if my theory is right, because we have Jeff Goldblum in this, I think that because supposedly... Well, I think that we're going to get some other members of the, Eter- the that version of Eternals, of the sorry the uh, Eternals of the of the universe. So could it be good. But anyway, I think we're done here. We've been talking for about thirty minutes. We've hit this to a head. Uh, we can talk more about comic stuff, but I think that's it for this episode. Uh, we're going to be talking more about some of the other MCU films. I'm excited to talk about 
uh, Ms. Marvel when that comes out. Yeah. We got Ms. Marvel coming out and a couple other things. So we're going to definitely talk about that. And we'll also talk about the cancellation of MODOK. Boo! And an awesome cliffhanger. But anyway, we digress. Remember to like, share, subscribe. I'm Zan. I'm Greta. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time and keep reading comics. See you later.